Bokertov, we are studying Sefer Shemuel Bet. Last we studied, we did, uh, we saw David uh, complete his, his uh, military battles against uh, many of the enemies of Am Yisrael, and he had greatly consolidated the power of Am Yisrael to the extent that some of his, what were prior enemies, started offering tribute to him. There was a king named Toi, right? His name was Toi. Who came to David and he even gave him uh, just a gift to show that David was gaining renown amongst even the nations of the world, and a lot of nations were scared of him, which is a good thing because that means they're not going to attack Am Israel. Then to close out the chapter of David's successful military uh, uh, military uh, campaigns, there was a list of all of David's top people in his regime, and that is to show that is basically like a. The reason the text would do that is to show that David's power is being consolidated and all of his government positions are filled and everything in the government is stable. We didn't go into detail of who these people were, but I do want to brush over it one more time because we rushed through it at the end last time. So in Pasuk Tetvav of chapter 8, it says, David ruled over all of Israel and David was doing justice and uh, and would would keep and establish the law for all of his people. But Yoav ben Siruya Latzava. Yoav ben Siruya was the general of the army, which we know that Siruya, the the sons of Siruya were very involved in David's military campaigns. Yoshafat ben Achilud Maskir. Yoshafat was the Maskir. Now, what is the Maskir? Says an English chronicler. The chronicler. So Memune al Sefer Zichronot. He was in charge of, of, of uh, keeping track of, I guess, the history or like the, what was occurring in the time. I guess that was a position, a very important position. Okay, what are these things? So, Kohanim, first of all. Tzadok ben Achituv v'achimelech ben Evyatar. Tzadok ben Achituv, who is this guy? Sadok was Kohen Gadol and he is a descendant of El Azar who is the son of Aaron Kohen. And the second to the Kohen Gadol was this guy named Achimelech who is also, also mentioned here. He is the son of Evyatar and Evyatar is a descendant of Itamar. Okay, so both the sons of Aaron, El Azar and Itamar are represented in the Kiuna in David's kingdom. That and uh, that's Sadok and Evyatar, okay? As opposed to just one? Yeah. Now, eventually, Evyatar and Evyatar's family is going to be kicked out of the Kiuna. Right? And Sadok is going to be the main coin. That comes in the time of, of uh, Shilomo. Shh. Okay. And then you have Usraya Sofer we did with Raven Shashva, Shin Shemota Yulo. Again, I don't know what Sofer is exactly. Maybe kept track of the Sifra Torah, I don't know. Okay. Uvnaya Benyo Yadava Kretiva Peleti Uvne David Kwani Mayu. Then there was Binayao Benyo Yada. Who was Binayao Benyo Yada? So Binayao Benyoda was another army person, was another army general. Alongside, I guess, uh, um, the, Tsiriya, the sons of Siruya, right? 
So Benaya ben Yoyada, there are this whole pasuk actually. There are multiple ways of interpreting it. So vakretiva apiliti, according to one opinion, are the archers. So Benayahu ben Yoyada was in charge of the archers, according to one opinion. Okay, the kreti and the piliti, according to another opinion, is the personal guard of the king, not the archers, but the personal guard, like the secret service. In that case, Benayahu ben Yoyada would have been in charge of the secret service, or the ones who are personally guarding the king. Finally, there's a third opinion that the kreti and the piliti are the urim v'tumim, which, again, I don't know if uh, Benayahu ben Yoyada was in charge of those, but Benayahu ben Yoyada was, would, have, would have been, let's say, an army person helping David, and then there was the urim v'tumim were in place, as the pasuk says, and then finally, uvnet David ko'animayu, which is something we did, we did look at. What does it mean, uvnet David, uh, David ko'animayu? So it either means that they were respected and they were, uh, they were great men and that they were like Kohanim and that they earned the people's respect or they were according to the Midrash Tamidei Chachamim and because of Tamid Chacham comes before Kohen Gadol they were described as Tamidei as Kohanim. Okay? Still very strange like why it's called Kohanim but the Midrash undoes any of the doubts we may have. Okay, so to sum up we had David's kingdom was Yoav Ben Suriya was on the army Yoshafat was the chronicler, Tzadok and Achimelech represented the two families of the Kohanim from each of the sons of Aaron, one from Elazar, one from Itamar. And at this point, Tzadok and, and Aviatar are sharing the Kuna, Tzadok being the Kohen Gadol, Aviatar being the second to the Kohen. And we're going to see uh, Aviatar is going to be kicked out of the, of the Kuna soon, or later in the book when David's running away from Absalom. And then Usraya was the sofer. We don't know who, I don't really know what that is. Benayahu ben Yoyada was in charge of the archers, or he was in charge of the personal guard of the king, or the kreti and the piliti, which is the word that we don't know what it means in the spasuk, could just mean the urim v'tumim. And Benayahu ben Yoyada was a, was a general. Then there was urim v'tumim that were there. And then we had the sons of David who were kwanim, which is strange because why would they be kwanim if they're not kwanim? So the Midrash explains that they were either Tamid Chachamim or leaders in Am Yisrael, so they earned the title of Kohen out of respect. Okay. Chapter 9, Pasuk 1. Vayomer David, Hachi od asher notar levet Shaul, David says, is there anybody left in the house of Shaul that I could do a kindness with him in honor or because of Yonatan? Wow. What's going on here? Do you remember? Uh, he made a pact with Yonatan, a covenant. Ah, he made a pact with Yonatan. He made if a covenant with Yonatan. When he becomes king, you won't do anything to, to and Yonatan. More than that. He, did, he said more than that. He said he's going to make Yonatan part And Yonatan of the, said, yes, and I, you will become the king and I will be second to you. Uh-huh. So now... Why is this being brought up here? Why is David all of a sudden thinking that I need to give something to the house of Yehonatan? Because David, we just went through all of his, his the, the cabinet of David. Uh-huh. We just went through all of his right-hand men. Uh-huh. And David is now thinking, hold on, I have all of these people surrounding me who are helping me in my kingdom. But who was supposed to be this guy? Who was supposed to be my right-hand man? Yehonatan. Yeah. So all of a sudden, because David's kingdom is consolidated and he's thinking about all these people and he has all these these people helping him in his in his cabinet now David is thinking who should have been in my cabinet should have been Yonatan so let me go and see what the story is with Yonatan and see if I could help out in some way in the house of Shaul Shaul was a servant and his name was Siva according to the Chachamim this is an Eved Kena'ani he was a non-Jewish servant 
which means he was someone, he was a servant that could be inherited within the house of Shaul forever. You know, it could be you could pass him along uh, to the next generation to continue serving the family. So they called Siva to David, and he said, "Are you Siva?" And he said, "I am your servant." He said, is there nobody left in the house of Shaul so that I can do kindness of God with him? Siva says, actually, there is one son left to Yonatan and he is a cripple. Now, we've actually come across a son before in Shemuel, in Shemuel Bet. That was at the beginning when it was describing what was left of the house of Shaul uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It said For, um, When they were running away When the Pelishtim were destroying Am Yisrael And Shaul and Yonatan were killed So the house of Shaul got very scared And there was a maidservant Who took this son of Yonatan And dropped him mm-hmm. And this was the son who ended up becoming Mephibosheth uh, no, They were saying what, what was his name? Uh, the general uh, Yoav? No, not Yoav um, the other general for... Abishai. Abishai. His name is Abishai. Who? who? Avner? Avner. Yeah. Avner, they wanted to make... Um, one of the sons of Shaul... Ishboshet. Ishboshet. Ishboshet was killed later. I know, but they wanted to make Ishboshet thing. Yeah. And they were thinking, okay, who else could, is like uh, in line for Ishboshet? Is this cripple was one of them. And they said, oh, yeah, but he's, no, he's a nobody because he's a cripple. It did say that? I think so. I could be making it up. I thought, it was just, I thought we just saw it in the context of this maidservant. Yeah, I thought the text was trying to explain to us why there was nobody left in the house of Shaul, except for Ishboshet, because the only son of Yonatan was a cripple, and he would not have been king, so it was left for Ishboshet. Ah, oh, that, that, that's what it could have been. Here, let's see if we could find it. Um... Yeah, it's there. Uh, anyways, um, so David says, okay, I want to see him and I want to do chesed to him. And he comes and he says, no, okay, there is a son of Yonatan, Mephibosheth, he's a cripple. He's in the house of Machir, son of Amiel, in Lodivar, meaning somebody else's house, meaning he doesn't have a house of his own, meaning he's not in a good financial situation. I'm explaining, you know, what that, the significance of this is. So David goes and he takes him from the house that he was, he was staying at, the house of Machir ben Amiel in Lodivar. And Mephibosheth comes, Ben Yorantan, Ben Shaul, El David, Vaipol, El Tanav, Ishtahu, he bows and he says, Vayom David Mephibosheth, Vayomer Hine Abdecha. And he says, Mephibosheth, and he says, Behold, I am here. So Mephibosheth comes humbly before David, and now we'll see what David says to him tomorrow. But uh, we see a couple of things that Mephibosheth is at somebody else's house, which means, why is he not in his own estate? I thought Shaul was a wealthy family. Shaul represented the family of kings. So why did they not have an estate? So that's a weird thing. So that, that points to the fact that Mephibosheth may have been poor, which definitely is. And we see that when Siva is asked, is there anybody of, of Shaul's house? He says, ah, oh, there is a cripple. Meaning it seems like Siva is not so excited to introduce Mephibosheth into the picture, maybe because he's not the most loyal servant. We will see that later also. Okay, Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.